0: This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. Amen. Well, we're excited, folks, to be starting the new year off with the General. We've got Apostle Ivory Hopkins in the house coming to you from Pilgrim's Ministry of Deliverance, headquarters up in Delaware, and uh, what a great way to start this year off. Brother Ivory, you want to open us in prayer?
1: Yes, indeed. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we give you praise and glory for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, for your grace grace for your anointing. Father, we thank you for your presence being ever strong in our lives. Lord God, we're asking in Jesus' name, as we are on this broadcast with my brother Shannon, my dear good friend, we're asking your Holy Spirit to give us the wisdom and the insights of the Almighty. Lord God, to present this word, this message of the Lord that will bless the lives of your people. Father God, we honor you and we praise you, Lord God, for another day that you have made another year that we are gone into father and i thank you by your grace and by your spirit lord god that we are able to fulfill the purpose and the destiny of almighty god and father we thank you and we honor you for it in jesus name lord god your name be praised great as the lord and greatly to be praised and father we honor you for it amen and amen amen praise god everybody please invite a friend
0: and we'll get started brother ivory before you bring today's message You've got some new things
1: going on over at Pilgrims Ministry. Tell us about it. Amen. Well, man of God, we have been doing a great deal of work as far as uh, deliverance and counseling. God has been really blessing us, man of God. We have been tearing down demonic strongholds, bringing great and uh, great wisdom to many on our on our sessions that we're doing now. Shannon is many times that people now when we counsel, we counsel on more subjects than just deliverance. But my forte will always be deliverance. And what we do with the counseling that we're doing, Shannon, amen, is we bring people into an understanding of how that the spirit of God can uproot the root cause as to why these spirits keep repeating themselves. Matter of fact, today I have a message today that I believe is going to be a tremendous blessing in the Lord as far as putting down strongholds, amen, in the area of deliverance and healing. So I ask your people to set back Amen. And enjoy this word of the Lord. Our church is still strong, moving right along. But weekly, I can be found on our website at pilgrimsministry.org and a person can sign up. Now, there is a paid fee for my time and it is a 45 minute session where we go in detail as to why, what and how these spirits are doing and operating. So I trust that that be a blessing to you all. Amen. So, Shannon, that's what we're doing over there at Pilgrims, and I'm getting ready to also start a, I'm thinking of starting a Tuesday night, every Tuesday night, coming on, on uh, Facebook Live and YouTube, doing in-depth deliverance teaching and ministering of the Word. I'm getting ready to set a Pacific night. I'm just excited about going into this year. Amen. Well, praise God. So that's what I have to share, Shannon. And I've got a powerful message for y'all today. Oh, my God. I am excited. Shannon, I'll turn it back in your hands just before we get ready to jump into that word. Well, this is exciting, and we'll
0: give that detail out again in a little bit. Uh, We'll get rolling. Brother Ivory. you want to open us up in prayer, and the mic
1: is yours. Yes, sir. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we honor you, and we praise you, Father, for your Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the grace of God. We thank you for the mercy of the Lord. And, Father, as we do this teaching today on Omega Man Radio, Father, I ask that your Holy Spirit and your grace, hallelujah, give us wisdom to present this powerful message that we will be talking about, exposing the traumatic effects of the spirit of rape and molestation, dealing and healing with people who have gone through trauma in the area of rape and molestation. Amen. Praise God. Shannon Amen. and people of God, I want to tell you that the Lord has really been blessing us. We had an individual that had called in for deliverance. Now, I want you all to take your time and listen strongly to this word of God that God has given us to share with you guys on what the Holy Spirit has opened our understanding in the area of breaking these strongholds in the area of rape and molestation. Shannon, I had a call come for someone that wanted healing. And what was powerful about it. Now, I'm going to launch from the scripture of Psalms chapter 32, verse 1. That's Psalms chapter 32, verse 1. And listen to what it says here in Psalms 32, verse 1, and 1 John 1 and 9. It says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I pray father, as I go into this teaching, dealing with those that have gone through rape and molestation and they're being tormented by spirits of guilt, condemnation and shame that they just do not seem to be able to let go. Now, Saturn, let me share this with you. I just recently had two back-to-back deliverance counseling sessions with two individuals that had been raped and molested as a child. One had been molested by her own father. The other had been molested by a cousin and another family member. And these two people came back-to-back. As I began to pray with them, Shannon, the things that were happening to them these demons, these spirits of lust and perversion was activating in their life. Now, here goes a unique thing. Both of them were ministers. Are you hearing me? Both of them were ministers of the gospel. But the thing that the rape and molestation spirit would do to them one this thing when they would be going forward with the word of God. when they, One of them, when they were going forward with the kingdom work. The enemy would attack them after every great move of God. God would use them mightily. This one person was bombarded with lust strong after a great move of God. Shannon, it almost reminded me of when Elijah had called far down from heaven and the power of God brought that far down. And right after that, I mean, that was a tremendous move of God. But did you notice, Shannon, right after Elijah had had that experience, Boom, he immediately gets hit with a depression that tells him I'm the only one. Ain't nobody left. I'm out here all by myself. Now, why am I sharing this? Glad you asked, students. I am sharing this because if there is an undelivered territory in your life, whether it is a deep hurt or a wound, the enemy will use that to tap into whatever emotional wound that you have. Are you getting this? These two individuals, they were ministers of the gospel. No, Shannon, they were not running around looking at pornography. They were not running around sleeping with somebody in sin, adultery, or fornication. But from the rape and the molestation that happened to them in childhood, this demon would attack them and make them feel extreme uncleanness, shame unworthiness, my God, this thing would attack them with all four feet, Shannon. When they got on, the, one of the persons that was on the screen with me, I said to her, okay, tell me what is happening. She said, listen, she said, Apostle, you have prayed for me before, coming against what we thought was a marine spirit. And she said, Brother Ivory, she said, I had a little bit of relief, but she said, this thing kept coming back. Now, Shannon, I thought I said to her, "I said I know enough as a good deliverance teacher that I might have now." I said to her this that when I learned this from Win Worley, that demons will sometimes, their strong men, will lie dormant and send up shields, send up smaller demons, and make you think that you've delivered the person when, in reality, you have not. Did you hear that, bro? Check this out. I said to her, I know the last time I prayed with you, you manifested, you coughed up demons. I said, and we thought pretty much we got a hold of the thing because this demon would attack her at night with sexual attacks, sexual attacks of perversion. And it it, kind of broke off for a number of weeks. But that thing came back. So I said to her, through the word of knowledge, and sometimes when you're counseling and talking to someone, the gifts of the Holy Spirit will have you to zero in on why this thing was able to operate. And I said to her, Tell me one thing. Tell me when this thing hit you, sweetheart, tell me, describe to me what happened. And I'm a and I'm a gentleman, so I don't need a whole lot of vile filthiness, but tell me what happened. And the person began to tell me, Brother Ivory, I was doing good. Matter of fact, I was just had just finished some good conference speaking and said all of a sudden this lust would hit me and it would try to cause me to go into masturbation she said i would resist it but it was very strong and she said even when i sleep i've had manifestations where this thing would operate and she said i, I she said i feel like i am so unworthy She said, I feel like, why would God use somebody like me when I have these vile thoughts, these perverse thoughts? Now, Shannon, check this out, brother. Both of these individuals had these spirits talking to their mind. It would let them know how vile they were. And I said, hmm. And as I was listening at her talk, and this happened with both of them, as I was listening at her talk, I could see in her wherein she felt this that she was not gloriously and wondrously made. She, and her soul was still bound. What these spirits will do, Shannon, is they will attack an individual and make the victim feel that they are no good still. In other words, Shannon, even though it happened when they were children, this one that was raped by her father, she was a child. The other that was raped by her cousin and another family member, they were children. But yet throughout their adult lives, these spirits of lust followed them. And it pulled in other spirits, lust of the eye. One of them that I prayed for, the demon of lust, by the way, when you're praying deliverance with a person that has a spirit of lust, if they're having trouble with the eye gate, then command the spirits to come out of the eye, command them to come out of the throat. Commanding them to come out of the male or female organ. Those those are locales. Those are what we call locales. This particular demon, its root stronghold, its root cause was this person no longer. These people was under such guilt and condemnation that they had they were forgiven by God. But Shannon, they could not forgive themselves. Did you get it, bro? In short. The spirit, the demonic spirit of lust and perversion that had attacked them when they were younger, that had attacked the very one that attacked them, because in their family line, the characteristic was the same. There was a generational family line curse of rape and molestation. By the way, to the rest of you students out there, this was not a spirit from Miami Water. I'm going to say it again. This was not a spirit from mammy water. This was not a water or a marine spirit. This was a predatory rape spirit in the family line that broke these little girls' minds, that broke their spirit to the point that even being an adult, they still hated themselves and blamed themselves. Psalm 139, verse 14, reads like this I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knows right well. Shannon, I will tell you that there are some people who do not feel marvelously and wondrously made. And this verse in Psalm 139, verse 14, it says, and that my soul knoweth right well. Their souls did not know right well, with great comfort, that they were wondrously and gloriously made. When one does not know or feel their sins are forgiven, it affects, it affects their entire life. Now, this person, hypothetically, I said to both of them, when you ask God to forgive your sins, are you forgiven? And they both said the same thing. Yes, the word of God said, I am forgiven. I said, then tell me what goes through your mind when this hit comes at you. And they both simultaneously said the same thing. I feel a lot of guilt, condemnation, shame, frustration, anger, disillusionment, and unworthiness. I said, why? Because I just can't believe that I would allow something like that to happen to me. I said, wait a minute. You were a child. You are a victim. Now, have you noticed, Shannon, that even in the natural world... When you're doing counseling to a person that has been molested, that person will blame themselves for the molestation as if they had done something wrong. They will hold it against their own self. So this spirit, what it did was, I, we, when I went after it at first, Shannon, I was just trying to come after the lust spirits. I was trying to command the lust to go. Shannon, the demon would send out spirits of lust. And they will call them up. They will gag, throw up. But what was still there, the gateway, the doorway the demon was using, was guilt, shame, and condemnation. Are you hearing me, brother? So I had to use another tactic. If you are praying deliverance with someone who has been seriously abused, seriously molested, I'm telling you, you need to be conscious of the fact that if that person that you're dealing with, still holds shame on themselves as if it was their fault. Listen, it opened the door to the acting out inwardly and also caused emotional wounds and emotional problems to attack them. And when I prayed with them, as I started praying with one of the individuals and what have you, the person said to me, said, Brother Ivory, I just feel so unclean. I just feel so unworthy. Another said to me, Brother Aubrey, this demonic attack that hits me is so strong that I don't feel I'm worthy that my husband should even touch me. Did you hear that, Shannon? This spirit that was there attacking it was saying, "I own your body now," and the reason why I'm not gone is because you still feel guilty, condemned, shamed, frustrated, anger, and unworthy. So what I had to do was to break that stronghold. in the book of Romans eight and one is a very powerful verse. Shannon. in Romans chapter eight, verse one says, there is therefore now, right now, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now, when did it say there is no condemnation to them that walk not after the flesh? In even though they were both redeemed, sure enough saved. Do y'all get it? You can be, listen soldiers, you can be redeemed, surely saved, have the Holy Spirit, have an anointing and a calling on your life, and still walk after the flesh in an area of your emotions. And spiritual strongholds will hide and reside in that area of condemnation. And, Grief and fear They were hiding that area So what happened was That they, they both operated Under a spirit of condemnation In other words They were not being condemned by God They were being condemned by themselves And the demons Was using that area of condemnation As a root cause To stay In other words, Shannon Their shield of faith Was pulled down by the emotional wound They needed inner healing by the Holy Spirit. They needed the Holy Spirit to heal the damaged emotion so that they could actually get the healing to that area of that mind that said to them, even though I was molested as a child and I was a young child, why in the world? What did I do to cause it? Not only that, Shannon, I'm going to tell you another thing that locked in this condemnation. Matter of fact, the word condemnation is a Greek word called katakrima, katakrima, And it means an advanced sentence. (laughs) Isn't that deep? So in their minds, in their wound, they feel like they have an advanced sentence. In other words, they are to be judged, prejudged ahead. Although if you would ask any one of them, just like some of you that are listening at me now. I ask the Holy Spirit to heal you as I am ministering this word. Father, I do not want to just trigger someone. I want the Holy Spirit to go in and help someone understand why these strongholds are manifesting in their life in such a manner. I want the Holy Spirit, Shannon, to move into their life and cause them to be dislodged from the damaged emotion, from the wound in their soul, that they cannot see that not only are they forgiven, but blood washed, redeemed in a new creature, but stops them from walking in the wound of that pain. Now, I'm going to tell you something else about this thing, Shannon. But the Bible talks about being no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Here goes a key thing that molested people getting ministered need to understand. Those demons that attacked you, often had you acting out as well just about 90 percent shannon of the people in my counseling and deliverance sessions who have been raped or molested when we talk real intimate getting down to the nitty-gritty they enacted the same type of spiritual attacks on someone else that was done to them what am i saying They either are acted out sexually and brought another family member into it. That's why they find it hard to forgive themselves. Now, what I'm saying is this. They look at the victim who attacked them and they can see point blank that that was wrong and it wasn't fair. But what happens to them, Shannon, is they act out. Now, these demons don't just have a person to feel lust. They have them to repeat the cycle so that it becomes a generational family line curse and a curse that follows you in your everyday life. Most of the time, these born-again, blood-washed believers, until Christ saved them, until they were able to get the victory throughout their life, they too done things sexually to themselves and to others that is too shameful to tell anyone, not even the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the way it is. Are y'all hearing me? So what these spirits will do, stay with me, soldiers. What these spirits will do is have you to hate yourself because of the secrets that you know that you did your own self. I'm saying to the one that's listening in this audience, Brother Hopkins is all about people getting free so they can serve the Lord. There's somebody listening at me right now, I ask the Holy Spirit to break the demonic stronghold in your life where you think of the way you acted out, the perverted things you did to others and even yourself that was activated by the rape and molestation. I ask the Father to help you be healed in your emotions, to be healed and released from that demonic condemnation, guilt and shame that torments you. Because what comes along with these spirits, as I said earlier, is guilt, spirits of guilt, spirits of condemnation, spirits of shame, spirits of frustration, spirits of anger, spirits of disillusionment and spirits of unworthiness. Shannon, when I was commanding these struggles, I went in two ways, Shannon. One, I went in asking the Holy Spirit to heal the grief, the pain and the memories. Y'all hear me? Dear Holy Spirit heal the grief, the pain, and the memories that keeps them from forgiving themselves. They know that God has forgiven them, but they feel within themselves that they are not worthy of the forgiveness. Did you know, Shannon, that a person can actually know all of the work that Christ did on the cross, but because of something that happened in their humanity, they will not forgive themselves and need the Holy Spirit to minister to the inability to forgive one's own self. The root of not seeing our faults and failures and forgiving them is found in the past perception of love, acceptance, and forgiveness. And I'm going to say it again. The root of not seeing our faults and failures forgiven. The root cause as to why. These individuals cannot see, believe, or feel that their faults are forgiven. It is because their perception of love and acceptance and forgiveness has been skewed by the emotional damage, has been hit by the emotional damage. I even told these people that I was ministering to, I said, even though we're going we're gonna to have an amazing deliverance session with you, I want you to go into scriptures And I want y'all to meditate on how that your sins and iniquities are thrown in the sea of forgetfulness and remember no more. Go Google words that will take you into the depths of understanding that your sins and iniquities are forgiven by God. And guess what? What it said in Psalms chapter 32, verse one, blessed is he or her whose transgression is forgiven And whose sin is covered. I'm telling you that cross of Christ, man, it is a mighty, it is amazing. We've learned through the eyes of our upbringing, yes, a learned behavior by somebody and something has done that. There's a great book out here, Dan. uh, 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 I I wrote a book called Deliverance from Spirits of Sexual Abuse, Breaking the Chain of Rape and Incest. You can get that off of our website. I'm going to repeat the name of that book again, Shannon. That book can be gotten on pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. And the name of this book is Deliverance from Spirits of Sexual Abuse and Breaking the Chains of Rape and Incest. You can order that book off of our website. But let me tell you something. After many years uh, uh, and and, me- and much ministering to people, I have come to the conclusion of a couple of things. The failure to understand and receive and live out God's unconditional grace and forgiveness can be a real problem in a person's life. When you have failed to understand and be able to receive and live out God's unconditional grace and forgiveness, man, that is something else. Number two, the failure to give out that unconditional love and forgiveness and grace to yourself is hardly important. You have to. Forgive yourself or demons will lock into that and torment you. Look what it says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 34. That's Jeremiah chapter 31, verse thirty-one, thirty-four. 34. I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. Lord, I ask you to help every individual and the sound of my voice to not only know that God has forgiven their iniquity and to remember their sin no more, but help them, Lord, to remember their sins no more. In other words, help them to do what Paul said in Philippians, I think, 4 and 13. He said, this one thing I do, it's not as though I have already apprehended. but this one thing I do, forgetting those things that be behind, I press toward the prize of a high calling in God. Shannon, that word forgetting there does not mean loss of memory. It means loss in first place of your actions, your thoughts, and your emotions. Meaning forgetting means no longer leading my mind by that thought, by that pain, by that hurt. The corner mind is an enemy and it keeps hurtful memories in repeat mode. In our minds, even to the point until it becomes a warfare. This spirit wants you to become disobedient and yield to it. These individuals said to me that when this spirit would hit me, it would say, You just well go on and masturbate. You just well go on and look at porn. Look at you. You're filthy. You're no good. Uh huh. Shannon, I will share this. This actually happened to me. Uh, in my first church, first church I had was called Holy Grounds. It was in Milton, Delaware. Shannon, man, listen, if you think that I'm crazy and off the hook now in my old age, man, young ivory at 27 years old. I was a madman with deliverance. I was a beast, man. That's when I met Charlie Holzhouser and them. But I was casting a demon out of an individual. And the name of that demon, he told me, he said, you're trying to cast me out. My name is burning lust. And he said, what I do to this individual, I put him in heat like a dog. I'm burning lust. I said to that demon, Shannon, I don't care who you are. In the name of Jesus, come out, Shannon, and about late, maybe 40 minutes into the delivery session, that demon turned around and looked at me. And Shannon, I want you to hold your seat, brother. What I'm going to tell you, hold your seat. That demon looked at me and said, that's all right, Audrey. I got to go. But you used to do the same thing. You used to do the same thing. And I looked at a demon and said, you're right. I used to do the same thing. That's why I'm going to cast you out right now. (laughs) I did not allow that demon. Come on, brother. Wasn't that a good one? That bad boy tried to shame me. That bad boy tried to call me out. But what I said to it, yeah, I, I did that. I operated under the same bondage and lust before I was delivered. So guess what? That's why I'm casting you out. But that thing had the audacity, Shannon, to tell me you did the same thing. It was trying to guilt trip me into back and off of him. It was trying to blame shame me into backing off of him. This is the tactic that they're using. These spirits would constantly, when these people would go forward in life and go forward in God, they would come back through the door of self-hatred, guilt, shame and manipulation, and it would draw them into bondage. Are you hearing me? Shannon, it was an amazing, an amazing breakthrough. When we feel unworthy, when we repent and, and feel like we're not forgiven by God and remembering our faults, its origin is, and I'm going to give you a, a six-point thing. That Number one, when you ask for forgiveness and your emotions do not feel forgiven, first of all, recognize forgiveness does not start in your emotions. Forgiveness starts on the cross <laughs> It resides up in the heavens And it looses things in the earth Somebody have to say thank you Lord Number one It is an emotional wound that needs to be healed When you feel unworthy When you repent Not forgiven by God And remembering your failures The origin of it is one It is an emotional wound That needs to be healed Two It's learned guilt and condemnation from the past. It is learned guilt and condemnation from the past. Three, it is the inability to forgive oneself rooted in shame and disappointment. Four, it is an inner voice of authority that taught us guilt and condemnation. Five, it is spiritual attacks that have tapped into our emotional pain. Six, it is possible misinterpretation of God and his grace. Now I'm going to say these one more time because I know some of y'all like to note the things when I do my teaching. Now hear me well. When you feel unworthy, when you repent or not forgiven by God or remembering our failures and its origin, number one, it is an emotional wound that needs to be healed. Number two, it is a learned guilt and condemnation from the past. Number three, it is the inability to forgive oneself rooted in shame and disappointment. Meaning what you that what you have done to you is so damnable that you wonder how even God can forgive you. So therefore, you hold an open door to demons of punishing you. You actually feel you deserve to be punished for the inner voice of authority that taught us guilt and condemnation is speaking. That's why you hear that thing. It is the inner voice. That demon spoke out of that person I was delivering and said, Ivory, you did the same thing. Now, that thing thought it was going to shame me right in front of the whole church of people that I was casting out. I said, you're right. I did. Come out. And it just shut him down. Number five, it is spiritual attacks that have tapped into our emotions and pain. And six, it's possible misinterpretation, misinterpretation. Of God and His grace. Now, Shannon, what is so much needed in deliverance and counseling is needed, and the reason why it's needed is this Shannon, do you know that there are some people in a mass deliverance, and mass deliverance are phenomenal, and God uses mass deliverances amazingly? Is everybody following me there? I'm not putting down mass deliverances, but Shannon, I'm going to tell the truth and shame three devils. There are people who have gotten a measure of freedom and a mass deliverance, but without having someone sat down with them and work to the origin, cause and effect, and how to hold their freedom, often many do not last. And I have done thousands of mass deliverances. Do y'all hear me? I have done thousands of mass deliverance and seen the power of God break yokes. But I also recognize that there are some people that need more time, need counsel, and I'm not talking about psycho new age psycho battle. Because everybody that's heard me with good sense right now know that when I talk about counseling and deliverance, I'm talking about listening, learning, and discerning the root cause of an effect. Listen at this. Number one, God does not condemn his children. He convicts them. That's number one. Now, why would a God that's already convicted these people of sin and of righteousness now condemn them after they have confessed their sins? These spirits carry along with them. There's an accusing spirit that works hand in hand with these spirits in the, in the body. There is an accusing spirit that works hand in hand in that family line with this spirit, Shannon. When me and the people that I was ministering to, when they sat down and came to the conclusion that we were going after this demon in the area of guilt, shame and condemnation, Shannon, the Holy Ghost, tore those demons up the Holy Ghost ripped them apart. Are you hearing me, man of God? My God, Shannon, when the power of God struck those demonic strongholds, it destroyed them, Shannon, because the root cause had been exposed. They, listen, their root cause was not the fact that they were born again. The root cause was not the fact that they were overcomers and anointed and called by God. The root cause was the spirit of shame, guilt, and condemnation that it operated under. Shannon, I'm going to show you something in 2 Samuel chapter 13, verses 1, and I'm going to go a little bit in the verse. And when we look at Amnon and what he did to his sister Tamar, Look at what the spirit did to her and through him. First of all, Amnon's sin was a bondage of incest and perversion. Second Samuel, chapter 13. Follow me there, class. Second Samuel, chapter 13, verse one. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Timar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Now, this word love, but <laughs> means he was sick for her? It was a spirit of lust. It was not love. It was a demonic, perverted spirit of perversion coming from Amnon to his sister. 2 Samuel 13 and 2. And by the way, when this spirit gets in our bloodline, I ask the Father in Jesus' name, in our bloodline and in your generation, in your grandchildren, y'all better pray with me asking him to break that spirit of perversion and lust operating in either side of the family line. Listen at this. 2 Samuel 13 and 2. And Amnon was so vexed. Now that should have showed you something right there. He was vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar. For she was a virgin and Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. Now listen, listen at this. This very verse described a perverted, sick, out of order manifestation in this man. Verse 13, 13 and 3. 2 Samuel 13 and 3. But Amnon had a fair, had a friend whose name was Jenobeb, the son of Shemiah, David's brother. Now ain't this deep? Hey Shannon, in this deep? Shemiah was David's brother. So Shemiah's son tells a David's son how to rape his sister. It said, and Genevieve was a very subtle man, meaning treacherous and wicked. So the demons in Genevieve, David's brother, gave counsel to Amnon, David's son, how to rape and molest Timar, his sister. Now, Shanna, in some families, it goes just about like that. One family member convinces another family member to go after another family member. And that wicked thing opens up that door of molestation, rape, damage, and deep wounds. Now, listen to what it says in 2 Samuel 13, 15. Then Amnon. Now, listen at this. Here goes another manifestation. Once Amnon got what he wanted out of his sister. And by the way, as I am sitting here praying, be it male or female. If you have been molested by a family member and after they got what they wanted from you, they begin to severely hate you. I ask the father to heal you of the hate and the wound. Many times, Shannon, the victims of rape and molestation, they are treated bad by the family. Either or some say they're lying. Others say they're starting trouble in the family. Others pay no attention. And they're carrying those wounds on the inside. Look what it says in Second Samuel thirteen fifteen. After Amnon got with it. Now, now, earlier, it said up here in verse 1 that he loved her. Huh? That he was so in love with her that he couldn't find what to do to get her. And 15, after he slept with her, then Amnon hated her exceedingly. So that the hatred wherewith he hated her was greater than the love wherewith he had loved her. And Abner said unto her, Arise and be gone. Did you see this, Shannon? After this demon got a hold of this girl, got a hold of his sister, he hated her. And this spirit, Shannon, when it's in a bloodline, this spirit, when it's in an individual's life, they will find that they find themselves in relationships that after they get what they want from you, they tend to hate you worse. I asked the father. Father. Those that are in the listening audience, those that have had people throughout your whole life that they would use you, get what they want out of you, molest you, harass you, and then afterwards, they would drop you like a bad habit. I ask God to deliver. I ask God to break that yoke in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. God, I praise you for releasing these areas. I thank you, God, for breaking these yokes. You know, Shannon, as I get ready to close out with prayer, you know, I asked the father to break spirits of manipulation and spirits of control that controlled in these areas. Shannon, this session that I'm telling you about, you ready for this, brother? Those two sessions happened this morning, back to back before I called you. I have been up since four o'clock this morning. Wow. Amen. Doing, doing deliverance session. My morning starts, Shannon. My morning, because I do it all over the world. And that's the reason why I get up that early, Shannon, because I do this with online all over the world and people have signed up for sessions. And I have to start sometime at four in the morning and this morning. Oh my God, this morning back to back. That's how come I knew that I needed to minister this message to you all because this was the one that I believe that the spirit of God wanted y'all to hear. And Shannon, I just left two back to back deliverance sessions, counseling and deliverance sessions, breaking demons that I'm talking about. That's why I'm so clear with what I'm saying. The Lord broke those yokes. And these two sisters that were tormented, one raped by her own father, another raped by other family members, and it caused inability to respond. Whenever they would do something in God, those spirits would heighten themselves. I mean, they could have a, 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 a powerful service. They could have a powerful time of intercession And then those lust spirits would activate. And that first one, we had prayed against a marine spirit. And it was not a marine spirit. It was this spirit of lust and incest. What I call predatory demons that we had to break. Sometimes, people of God, when you're trying to deliver someone, do not tell them, oh, you just don't want to be free. You must do something to keep open the door. Sometimes we deliverance ministers, may not have gotten hold of the root cause. It's okay. Listen here. Shaman, we're the only people that talk about the spirit of pride Then act prideful when we're challenged with something. Bottom line is this, Shaman. It is possible for you and I to minister to a person and, to, and not get full clarity and the Holy Spirit has to, in another session, have to give us clarity. It's okay. You don't, You don't lose anything with that. You learn from it. You learn from it. And I'm saying to some of you out there, it, that I have seen this more than one time in the work that I'm doing in deliverance, where a person, a pastor, one time, and I'm sure this people have heard me say this before. Shannon, I think you've heard me say, say this testimony. I was in defiance in the Ohio, defiance, Ohio. I was ministering with one good pastor friend of mine. We had pulled a mass deliverance on different ones were casting out demons in groups. The church had broke down in several groups. And the pastor was working with this one young lady, and I walked, I walked over to him. I said, Pastor, how's things going with this one here? He says, Brother Ivory, I seem to have a problem, and she's just not breaking. I said, can I take a hit at it? And he said, sure. I sat down beside the young lady, and the Holy Spirit, through a word of knowledge, says, say to her exactly what I'm telling you. So I sat down beside her. Now, Shannon, at the time— She was, you know, she was manifesting. Her head was wobbling back and forth, shaking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So Shannon, I sat down beside her. And the Holy Spirit said, whisper in her ear exactly what I'm telling you. And what have you? And so she sat in there manifesting, Shannon. And I sat down beside her, not loud, quietly in her ear, distreetfully and respectfully. Everybody got that? I said to her exactly what God told me to say. Now, listen at this, Shannon. I said, why didn't you bind and loose when that molester came at you in your family when you were a little kid? She said, Brother Ivory, I was just too young. I was just a child. I said, you didn't use any scriptures against it? All of a sudden, Shannon, she got mad. She said, Brother Ivory, I was a child. There's no way I could have defended myself. She said, I couldn't defend myself. I was a child. She said, I was a child. She said, I was a child. And then all of a sudden, she said, I was a child. It wasn't my fault. I looked at her and smiled. I said, I know. She said, it wasn't my fault. (laughs) Shannon, she came out of manifestation. (laughs) She first shouted at me. She came out of manifestation. She said, I was a child. I said, I said, baby girl, that's what what I'm trying to tell you. It was not your fault. You didn't do anything to open that door. You were a child. And she got mad. I said, now, can we do this? I said, let's command that demon to come up now. And I want you to go after it. And I said, in the name of Jesus. And all of a sudden, I command you to come to the surface now. And I said, in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, sis, on the inside, let that thing just talk to it. In the name of Jesus, I command you to stop condemning me and stop tormenting me. I was a child. And Shannon, that demon went "Ah!" and came out of her. Now, I know to some of y'all, you go like, brother, that was kind of crazy, brother. But she came to herself and realized that that spirit was blaming her for its work. Shannon, guess what's classic among most rape victims? is they blame themselves for being attacked. They take ownership of an attack that they had nothing to do with. God set that girl free. As I'm getting ready to close out, I pray in the name of Jesus. Around the entire room where you are at, I bind these spirits from doing anything unseemly, running, shouting, throwing you on the floor. I bind you from it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out. I command you not to cause any type of trouble, trauma, acting out, binding, breaking anything. I seize you now by the power of God's word. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I chain them from doing any crazy manifestation, but I command you to come out. In the name of Jesus, I break your power, and I command this condemnation and guilt spirits that are related to this bondage, go. Go, go now. In the name of Jesus, I break your power, and I command you to come out. Lord God, I take authority over these demonic strongholds, uh, and I ask the Father to heal every damaged wound in your emotion. I cast out family line curses of sexual abuse uh, and rape and condemnation. Uh, I call out right now spirits uh, from your father or from any other relative in your bloodline, mother, father, brother, sister. I call them out. I call out spirits of rape and incest. I call out spirits of sexual abuse. Uh, I even ask the Father to heal you. uh, of the bound and blocked memory i command the lost memory due to sexual abuse come out i command spirits of repressed memory to be loosed may god heal those areas up in the name of Jesus, uh, I command spirits that make you feel uh, unclean, unworthy, unholy. Come out. Uh, I break you, divorce, tar, the end of the Messiah. I break your power. I command in the name of Jesus, uh, I command acting out sexually. I command with spirits of masturbation and perversion, pornography. I call out spirits of uncontrollable sexual desires that overwhelm you. I call out spirits of hatred, self-hatred. I command spirits of shame and loss of dignity come out right now i command shame and loss of dignity to loose them and let them go now i break spirits of depression and family line strongholds of secrecy where the family knows this thing is in there but they've held it secretly i even command times where you have secretly carried the pain secretly carried the hurt on the inside. Uh, I command that to be healed uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, Lord God, just like you set these other people free, uh, set them free from spirits of torment. Uh, I command death, witch, and suicide, go. Uh, I call out bestiology, uh, pornography, uh, sexual fantasy, extramarital affair, spirits of fantasy. In the name of Jesus, come right now. I call out spirits of hatred of sex, uh, hatred of intimacy with your own mate, inability to just be able to have a, a real healthy sexual relationship with your husband or wife, legitimate husband or wife. I command spirits bound and block pleasure. I command you freezing up. I command blocked response, blocked orgasm. I command inability to receive true love. I call you out in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I command in the name of Jesus. I command in the name of Jesus. Stronghold that calls you to split emotionally. When you're mate and you are being intimate you tend to split uh, and leave the scene emotionally i command you astral projecting out of your body because of the pain because of the dynamic bondage i call it out i command splitting meaning splitting wherein you go somewhere else emotionally because you can't handle being touched i call it out I command in the name of Jesus uh, a spiritual divorce in the spirit with every demonic host, uh, every demonic power that have been loosed in your family line. Also, I take authority over any spiritual strongholds that gave these demons a right to operate in your bloodline. If your family has been caught up in child pornography, caught up in sex trafficking, and that curse came at you, I break his power because you are no longer under the bondage of that family-like curse. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, secret shame, secret shame secret lust and bondage come right now by the power of the blood and lord we thank you right now for salvation we thank you god for deliverance in jesus name and father god i honor you this morning for the two counseling and deliverance sessions that gave me the power of this message to minister it to your people in yeshua's mighty name amen and amen Amen. my (laughs) dear friend you've been listening to (laughs) apostle hopkins amen And we thank you all for tuning in. And we thank you all, Shannon Davis. We thank a mega man, my friends, for allowing us to be on. Shannon, let me get out of the way. Turn it in your hands, my buddy.
0: Brother Ivory, what an honor to be back with you here and kick off 2024. It's going to be a great year for Jesus, folks. And uh, if you're just coming in, you want to get this program today. It's been an honor to bring to you the general. I'm talking about Ivory Hopkins of Pilgrim's Ministry of Deliverance. Now, Brother Ivory, I want you to tell people about a unique opportunity they have to be able to schedule an appointment with you and get some deliverance and some counseling, whatever they need. How do they go about that? Also, let us know uh, your website and how people can support your ministry, please. Thank
1: you. Amen. Well, listen, God bless you, everyone out there. Amen. The title of our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org, pilgrimsministry.org. And if you will go on pilgrimsministry.org, you will see sections on our website that would guide you right to uh, where we would have, you can get deliverance and counseling sessions. Amen. There is a fee for my time. The sessions are 45 minutes in time. That way we do 45 minute detailed sessions and taking our time with counseling. Now, we don't only just do deliverance uh, and counseling sessions Amen We also Shannon in this And the work that we do We also do Marriage counseling Amen We deal with Marriage counseling We do also deal With counseling That deals with Issues that people Are going through whether it's Ministry issues whether it's Issues and questions You have dealing with Church Marriage Family Life Entrepreneurship We do It is I am a full-blown Counselor That's what I do And first and foremost Yes I am a minister Of the gospel I have been in ministry now close to 50 years, been in deliverance almost as long, at least a good 45 years or more in the deliverance ministry successfully. Amen. And if you were to sign up for one of these 45-minute detailed sessions, it's what it would be about. It's not a prayer line, because sometimes people get all offended. I can't believe he charged for just praying with people. It is a detailed, taking our time, getting down to the root session Well, along with counseling, when it's marriage and counseling, it is real marriage. It ain't just demons we're talking about in the marriage. We're talking about marital situations that have caused problems in your life. And all of that can be found on pilgrimsministry.org. I also have, when you go on there, you will see books and manuals by me. I have written about 16 manuals that deal with different subjects and what have you. So if you will go there, you will see many books that are written by us. Matter of fact, the book on deliverance from spirits of uh, sexual abuse, breaking the chains of rape and incest, that book is on our website. So you can go on our website and go to books and manuals and you can purchase that books. I even got uh, other books that's dealing with marriage, dealing with the prophetic, that's dealing with um, warfare training manual. It's a lot that we have there to offer. And I want to tell you this, I am a advent supporter of of Maker Man Radio. I just believe in Shannon, the work that you're doing. Thank I am you. so proud to be your friend, Shannon. I'm okay. proud to be your friend. And I'm going to tell you this to you all, the, the ministry, Shannon, I'm going to say something kind of blunt right now. The gospel in the ministry is becoming so perverted with these perverted demons and, and with a lot of mixture in there. People like Shannon and myself, we are not changing away from the solid foundational gospel Amen. of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not getting caught up with uh, money nor any other bunch of foolishness out there because i'll be honest with you right now we need more than ever us deliverance teachers us ministers of the gospel us real prophetic and apostolic people to be foundationally real and preach the gospel of jesus christ because our soon coming king is coming are y'all hearing me and we need to be ready when He comes and there is a lot of things being uncovered out here right now A whole lot of things to cover Is being pulled off of And guess what I want to tell you this There are ministers out here There are groups out here There are churches out here There are cell groups out here There are people from home to home Who are serving the Lord We're not serving man We're not serving money We're serving the master We're serving the Lord And we are committed to the work That God has called us to do Chad and I just thank you for having me on I look forward for coming on Again in, in these upcoming months man I, I love you. you You know Shannon I'm extremely busy oh, yeah. But I ain't going to never be too busy for Omega man Man, You can trust that We love you, God brother. bless you buddy Sister and, Evelyn
0: appreciate you both We'll see you soon folks go to pilgrimsministry.org We'll see you next time brother God bless God bless you buddy bye bye Folks that was the General Ivory Hopkins I'm going to save this We're going to go right to our next program We're right on time Let's go to brother Michael Cummins. And then we got Robert Avila this morning. Wednesday is our international programs and any extra we want to do. Stand by for refresh.